0: Alright, welcome to the podcast. I'm Pierre Muhlenbeck. I'm here with Kane. Good evening. And this is Wine Time, the show where we crack open a bottle of bubbly and suggest you do the same.
1: Not if you're driving. That's all I'm saying today. (laughs) I've realised it's been getting longer and longer and longer. I've just (laughs) got to get on with the show. Yeah. (laughs) And... uh, Join us...
0: As we chat through the week that was.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Pia needs a little bit of... Full mental blank. (laughs) It's alright. It's okay. We're recording this one day late this week, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. Um... The week just got away with us. We're, we're going snowboarding and skiing next week with our change crew. And um, yeah, we've just been preparing for that and we didn't realise what day it was. So apologies for the late podcast, but we're back. We we're are. Here.
0: Yes. Yeah, it's, it's getting into the season of us being quite busy work-wise. Mm. So um, yeah, it's a little bit tricky trying to juggle it all, but I'm glad we're doing it.
1: I don't know if it's the same for every content creator, but we typically get, like, I reckon... Oh, 70% of our work happens between now and Christmas.
0: Yeah, and then still into January and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that kind of festive season, silly season. It seems like that's when a lot of, certainly our clients in terms of the brands that we work with, they put a lot of their budget into that, like... the the summer season, firstly, mm-hmm. silly season, yeah. and then all of the like celebrations of like Christmas spending and all that sort of stuff. So I think a lot of the marketing budget goes into those few months. So things really are starting to kick off. Well,
1: I mean, it makes sense. I think uh, this morning, or was it last night? This mm. morning, Apple did their keynote, like revealing all of their new iPhones and AirPods and watches and stuff. Like it must be at this time of year.
0: Like that's right. F- yeah. For the
1: Christmas sales. That's, so that's it. That's probably inherently why we get busy as well.
0: Every single year, <coughs> Kane wakes up <laughs> at like 3 a.m. to listen and watch this keynote from Apple. Yeah. He, has, he has done it religiously since I've been with him for like, what, 12 years? Well,
1: <laughs> I mean, before that, before we even lived together, do you remember that time? Yes, that I called you crying.
0: Yes. <laughs> oh my god! What did they launch? The iPad. The iPad. Oh came my out. goodness! So when I was first ever dating Kane, this is like, well, I, I think we're maybe eight months in or something. Kane went to the launch of the iPad and literally well, like waited outside the store in a line. Yeah, yeah, not not the
1: launch, like just the launch day at the shop.
0: Yeah, so he went and like waited outside the Apple store in Sydney. Mm. How long did you wait for?
1: I think I got there at like uh, midnight the night before.
0: Are you kidding?
1: Yeah. There was lo- there was loads of people there already though. Like it wasn't just me. <laughs>
0: yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> but you're like one of those was, campers. It went.
1: Yeah. Oh, I wanted to do it. I've always wanted to do it. So I thought, you know what? I'm going to. But it went around the block. Like this line was easily two, um, maybe three kilometers long. Yeah. Oh, my, uh, I don't know how long a kilometer is really in, in real world. But like it was long.
0: And then you got in there about like 9 a.m. or something. And yep. I remember you called me afterwards and you were – literally in a very emotional state oh. you were crying a little <laughs> I, bit I wasn't
1: crying I was just <laughs> you know when you get very happy and you get like tears I was tears of tears of happiness I tears
0: had. of happiness yeah, yeah. that's right tears because you said it was the best shopping experience you'd ever had in your life <laughs> <laughs> because they like cheered for you as you walked in <laughs>
1: it's very overwhelming <laughs> it's like I don't know if you've ever had it like you've been like all night right <laughs> yeah. and then you're walking you walk into a shop and like you just you just think, oh my goodness! I just want to get this damn iPad and get out of here. I'm sleepy as. <laughs> and then like I think they had extra staff on, so it must have been about a hundred people. Just start really clapping, <laughs> yeah. like and cheering like, at you at your face. And you're like, oh, I feel like a pop star, but I'm really. Sleepy. <laughs> Did you like
0: bow and stuff as you wore like waving side <laughs> to side? I
1: probably red back. red carpet
0: style. <laughs> yeah, I think
1: I think I might have waved. <laughs> <laughs>
0: funny, um, And I remember I was laughing really hard because I'd never met anyone quite like you.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, no, for me, I don't think it was the shopping experience that made me emotional. It was the fact that we were never going to need a um, keyboard or a mouse again like I this know. was
0: a i remember you were convinced that this was the death of the mouse
1: i mean it's not obviously i'm still <laughs> use, i can now use a mouse with my ipad
0: yeah. but at the
1: time i was like oh this is crazy like th- they've they've got rid of keyboards on the phone yeah now they're getting to get rid of keyboards on like a laptop this is it like we're now in star trek yes yeah. this is yeah. boop, 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 boop. you know just that's <laughs> it now
0: the future has arrived
1: and it, like 10 years later we're we, we, I think iPads are really good still. I use mine every day.
0: It's, I know, yeah, I know.
1: significantly better than it, than any laptop.
0: Oh, I love using it. It's actually yeah. just so much fun to use and so useful. But yeah, so that was um, one of the first ever uh, <laughs> experiences. experiences of Kane is him calling me crying coming out of the Apple store.
1: I just want to clarify, I wasn't crying. <laughs> he was weeping. No, I, might have, I felt like maybe I had like a... I might have had a lump in my throat. Yeah,
0: you had. You you were just a bit overwhelmed with joy. Not
1: overwhelmed. <laughs> Maybe sound like an idiot. I was just very. Oh, and it also, it wasn't the shopping experience that <laughs> overwhelmed me. It was the fact that I was experiencing a moment in history that would never be repeated. The death of the mouse and the death of the, the keyboard. The death of the mouse. Like, this was a big moment in, in time I for know, technology. I know. I didn't realise that, that it wouldn't be the death of the mouse. <laughs> yeah. If, if I'd have realised that, I probably wouldn't have been so excited. But, <laughs> um, yeah, it was still a very good experience nevertheless. And I do like shopping at Apple even today. It's, it, you do feel very special when you go in there.
0: Yeah, that's and right. And
1: over 25000 for a mouse.
0: I also love it when you wake up at 3am and play the (laughs) keynote.
1: (laughs) Full volume.
0: (laughs) I'm all across everything that launches every year.
1: This morning at like I reckon it was about 4am I was just elbowing Pia like wake up wake up look at this look at this look at this new feature and then she'd roll over and grunt and then (laughs) I'd I'd roll back she'd roll back over and then like five minutes later it's like new Apple Watch Ultra baby elbow 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 I know try and wake you up again and it just every time you just kept rolling over and like the grunts just got louder
0: grunts and I just
1: ended up realising okay maybe you're not that interested as as much as I am
0: (laughs) I was like can I watch this at like 8am
1: yeah it's pre-recorded
0: yeah (laughs) so what is the purpose of watching this at (laughs) 3am I mean
1: just to be the first right
0: that's true yeah something
1: quite nice about the experience we don't get these real life experiences anymore so like to know that there's hundreds and thousands of people all tuning into a live event online is kind of cool.
0: That's true. That's true. Oh, I like it. I appreciate it, and I like that I know everything about new products, <laughs> <laughs> just as a byproduct of living with you. <laughs>
1: I mean, we're not far off Apple, uh, Tesla AI Day either. That's like three weeks away. So
0: great. What time's that? Airing?
1: <laughs> I'm not sure. It is in my calendar though. And I have got an alarm set.
0: <laughs> okay. So
1: if if it's middle of the night, you'll know about it.
0: This is the problem of living in Australia. Everything we oh, do is in the middle of the night in terms of like global events. I, I know, know.
1: Everything. It's <laughs> terrible. I, it really is frustrating actually.
0: Yeah. We trade the US markets and it's literally at 11.30 at night.
1: PM. Well, that's when it opens. Yeah. If it's an interesting trade, we might be there till 1am, 2am, yeah. but whatever. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, should we talk about what we've watched on TV? A lot of people uh, actually uh, gave us feedback. that they loved our welcome to Wrexham review.
0: really? yeah, I, oh, think, how funny. I think
1: a lot of people are getting very behind this very average football team.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't want to do too many spoilers, but we have actually been keeping up with the episodes. No, we said last week
1: that everyone had to catch up to today's episode, so because so we're we talking can chat about, about it. it yeah yeah, um, yeah, okay, yeah, fair enough. But Plus, also the last—I don't know if they're launching two episodes a week. It felt weird. I watched through two episodes last week. Again, are they doing two a week?
0: Yeah, I think so. It's two at a time. It it's was I,
1: honestly, it was okay. I, I'm, I'm, I'm holding my uh, excitement in for the next episode because this last two episodes, it felt like they threw a lot of money at the football team. Yeah, they got rid of all the old. Um, they got rid the of the management and, and,
0: yeah, some players. Put some new people in. Obviously Look. spent quite big on a few of the yeah. key players.
1: Yeah, um, and the, uh, apparently you can't just put a load of money into a load of players and chuck them in a room and hopefully they, they play well. You've There's got to be some some like gine- synergy and gelling together. Yeah, and apparently I, I, I honestly,
0: I was genuinely expecting them to start winning. Yeah,
1: and all <laughs> that happened, they, they just kept dropping down the league. Yeah. Like I think they're at number 12 in, like, the bottom of – bottom league on earth now like this is not good
0: I'm sure there's a lot of extra money that's gone into this already Mm. and I'm not sure how much return has come
1: what I did like about the show is that they have started to obviously they're telling a story right there's Mm. and um if Ryan Reynolds is going to do what he's best at he's going to tell an amazing story yeah so they've not they're not just focusing on the players and Ryan and Rob Mm. they're focusing on like one guy in the village and yeah. the pub owner and the two old ladies that, that talk about the team and, yeah, yeah. and how it's affecting the village. And like, I don't know, like it's really making me want to go visit Wrexham one day.
0: I know. Yeah. There's, it's really like they've done it very well. It's very community based. Yeah.
1: Like I al- it sounds so stupid because I don't even like soccer. Mm. I almost bought a Wrexham T-shirt last week while what watching you- the show.
0: What do you mean you don't like soccer? Foot- football. You football. can't call it soccer. It's sacrilegious that, uh, for you as an English person. Our
1: international audience. <laughs> <I'm>
0: <laughs> yeah, but people know what football is. Americans
1: don't. <laughs> Americans have one – football means one thing and one very specific thing.
0: Soccer football is definitely my favourite sport.
1: Uh, whatever.
0: Yeah. Like I just love the simplicity of it. You know, (laughs) kick the ball. There's a goal. Like that's it. One point, one goal. It's a
1: bit more complicated than that. No,
0: it's not. It's so simple. Have you ever seen AFL? I couldn't even explain it to you.
1: Okay. Australian is the sports are very complicated. There's like
0: all different points for different goals. You can kick it, you can catch it, you can throw it, you can do all sorts of different things. Mm. And I'm not... Aware of what things you can and can't do, whereas with soccer it's very simple. Yeah,
1: if it goes in the net, you scream. Yeah, that's kind of.
0: You can use your feet or your head, and that's it.
1: (laughs) Yeah, no hands.
0: But it's so nice to see how much it means to this community. Oh yeah, like it's it's a big part of their lives. Yeah, everything for them, I think. Yeah, so very cool show. I'm um, I'm hoping that Wrexham starts to make some ground. I think they will. the process of trying to get promoted.
1: Also, all last episode I referred to it as Welcome to Wrexham on Netflix.
0: Yeah, it's not, is it? No, it's
1: on Disney Plus. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so anybody that signed up for Netflix last week <laughs> to watch this show, I do apologize. Yeah. It's on Disney.
0: Yeah, cool. Nice. The other show that we uh, started watching this week. Oh yes. Um which I got oddly into and it's already existed for like nine seasons. So this is like super old news, well, but I've never heard of it
1: before. We discovered it through an, an offshoot of this show, which we'll come to in a minute. Yeah. But yeah, go on.
0: It's um, it's called Alone. Mm-hmm. And it's basically a hundred day challenge where contestants get dropped into the wild, like very treacherous places. And they have to try and survive off the land for a hundred days. Like when,
1: when Pierce is treacherous... There are polar bears and like black bears, polar bears. bears. There's animals everywhere.
0: Yeah. And cold weather conditions, really harsh weather conditions. Mm. So they basically get dropped into this area and then they just have to survive for as long as they can. The idea is to try and do 100 days, which I think, I don't know how many people have done it. I think one guy
1: last season got like 103 days or something crazy.
0: Well, and the person that stays the longest wins half a million dollars.
1: So, there's right. a, yeah, there's a oh, massive incentive. It's a,
0: a $500,000 $500, price pool. Yep. And so, yeah, they're all trying to stay there for 100 days. And it is fascinating. I don't know why I find it so interesting, but I've, I, I'm i sure a lot of you guys have seen all the primitive technology videos on YouTube. I find them really therapeutic to watch.
1: Yeah, well, that's how we found the show. We, yeah. went, we went on to binge. I've, I know it's on binge.
0: Oh, yeah, okay. Not Disney,
1: not Netflix. So we went on to binge and uh, there was this... Basically, this offshoot of the show, which the three contestants, or however many, they have to build um, like a shelter, or they have to build a campfire, and they've got a certain period of time to do it, which I love, because I love all that primitive uh, technology stuff that you see on YouTube. So I was yeah. like, oh, they've gamified it. That's a pretty cool show. After watching it, I was like, oh, wow, these this is like the offshoot. People actually have tried to survive in this same location. Yeah. And when you watch it, I've always thought to myself, if... I were to be dropped in a forest, it'd be fine. I would just eat leaves and berries and I wouldn't really, I don't know, like I do sometimes eat meat, but I'm definitely not in the, on the side of humanity that's happy to kill an animal. Yeah. Like if I had to kill a chicken, I would probably not.
0: (laughs) Yeah, me either. I really can't.
1: (laughs) I just don't, I can't, I, I don't know. Like I've always said, I think that everybody who eats meat should go to an abattoir
0: yeah, uh, and, and just, actually face what just, you're doing. Yeah,
1: face face the reality of what you're doing. Because mm. I think, you know, you go to the shops and it's all very
0: packaged. clean and
1: packaged up. You don't really think what you're, what you're uh, consuming. Mm. Anyway, that we digress. The show is real. Like this guy, firstly, I've realised you can't just eat leaves off the trees. Like, it's, no. not, enu- it's not enough. <laughs> so if you did get dropped in a forest, you would have to get like an animal of sorts yeah. to eat. Yeah. Some of the guys got dropped off. They all got dropped off randomly within this forest. So some have a creek next to them. So some can go fishing.
0: I think fishing I could do. I think uh, that's like I could do. If I was near a killing, creek or a beach or something.
1: As in killing the animal.
0: If it was like a life or death situation and I had to survive, mm. I think I could fish and eat fish. I <laughs> I don't, I could not kill a squirrel. No, I just also, like they've I don't know why I have that. They've got
1: bow and arrows, right? In this yeah, show. yeah. Like, when, where the arrow goes through, because it's all very graphic, it's proper. Yeah. Like, when the arrow goes through, like, a large chunk of the school was taken out.
0: I know, I know. Oh. It is awful to watch, but it's interesting because one of the ladies on it said, this is just something that is a way more honest way of living. Like you said, yeah. like, we're all eating packaged, you know, uh, chicken or whatever mm. from the grocery store. We're not actually facing the reality of what we're doing. Whereas these guys, it's actually very sustainable uh, it is the circle of life.
1: Yeah, that's that's the, what I kept coming back to in my head. I was like, because I, I, I wanted to turn it off. I was like, oh, I can't watch this.
0: Mm. I thought to myself,
1: I can't turn this off. Like, I might eat chicken tomorrow.
0: I'm interested in learning all of the other survival skills. I don't know why I find that so fascinating, but like, how long do you legitimately think you could survive for in the wild?
1: As in like, you've dropped me in the forest. Yeah. <laughs> and that's it. In Australia, yeah. Uh, I mean, do I, okay. Do I have mosquito repellent? Because <laughs> <laughs> if not, I'm you. swimming back <laughs> straight away.
0: So you just would not even give it a crack. Survival. No. I well, no,
1: like be realistic. Like you. Let, let's let's be the realistic. Yeah. Here. So
0: so let's say I drop ten minutes, you. No. Okay. So you can't swim. Okay. Let's say <laughs> I dropped you on an island, off the shore of Australia, so and there's nothing on there. And
1: I've got a flare. If I fire the flare, I'll I can get picked up straight away. Yeah. I reckon. I'm not joking, and I am. I'm quite a man's man. I'm not saying this because I'm like a bit of a baby. I'd get about six to eight hours. <laughs>
0: What do you mean? What? If there was $500,000 on the line, would you try staying for more than six hours
1: <laughs> <laughs> before it's, throwing in the towel? I mean, it just depends when I need toilet paper. If I haven't got toilet paper, I'm not staying. Like, that, come on. What am I going to do? Go and dip <laughs> my bum in the ocean. Every day. <laughs> I, I, don't, d- I don't know how, like, how, do, how are they get on this show. But how? they're
0: all building shelters. They're building ovens. They're building like little chimneys and That's all that fine. sort of stuff. Could you do all that? Do you reckon you could do that?
1: Oh, all the whole primitive, primitive yeah, technology. yeah, yeah that's, like that's building shelter bit. and all oh, that. Easy peasy. I think that'd be
0: so fun to try.
1: I mean, we're getting we, we can go and do that in Queensland. We live literally half an hour from a forest, we could, a jungle. We could do that.
0: Yeah, should we try that?
1: Um, maybe we should try.
0: Maybe we should try on YouTube a twenty-four hours in the wild challenge. Yeah,
1: my wife goes into <laughs> the jungle <laughs> no, for us twenty-four together. hours. <laughs> no, no, no. I will be filming in my air-conditioned trailer, <laughs> and you'll be over there. With trying to start a fire. Getting rain done. I'll be like with a megaphone.
0: You're doing pretty well up here. Keep going. Well, you would literally make me do it, wouldn't you? I mean, one of us. This is like the time we tried to garden and you decided you wanted (laughs) to vlog. And then I actually had to (laughs) physically carry all the plants.
1: One of us has to film. (laughs) So, I mean.
0: We could get a tripod. You're not
1: known (laughs) as being a filmer. (laughs) You're more of the person in front of the camera, so really, it should be you. you
0: just I would do it. I would do 24 hours in the wild challenge. Well, no, okay, you didn't answer. You didn't answer the question. Mm.
1: How long do you realistically reckon you could survive if you had to, before you had to pull that flare to get out?
0: Um, like a month. Oh, hey.
1: <laughs> you are so crazy.
0: A month. Uh, yeah, probably. <laughs> why not I know exactly what type of shelter I'd be like can, can I just remind <laughs> you
1: you don't get dropped off with 30 rolls of toilet paper yeah I know so darling you couldn't last a month you just roll a day here. I don't oh my gosh
0: what <laughs> <laughs> what is this <laughs> No, darling, I think they just use leaves or, like, they uh, go they go swimming in the ocean and just, like...
1: I'd laugh so hard if you went and got some stinging nettles and just, like, <laughs> wipe away.
0: <laughs> I actually don't know what the toilet paper situation is, I'll be honest. Like, this is the thing.
1: Okay, another thing. I don't like going... Is that the...
0: Uh, my biggest concern is food. Because I'm just a picky eater. Like, I don't eat any red meat. Mm. I'll eat fish. But, like...
1: I mean one of the guys in there didn't didn't go to the bathroom for 12 days because I think he just ate berries all the time and he, like you really thought it was going to affect his heart Yeah, he was going to die
0: yeah I mean if if, there, if we were in a place where there was like an abundance of like a uh, Woolworths
1: or a Coles nearby.
0: <laughs> 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 like a little Harris farm yeah, he
1: just wants to camp out in <laughs> someone's back garden <laughs>
0: If there was like an abundance of like, let's say, some mushrooms, <laughs> maybe some fruit trees, avocado
1: oh, trees would be good. Yeah, so she wants to be, she <laughs> wants to be isolated in someone's lovely farm garden.
0: <laughs> yeah. I think just go around with a little basket and go gather. That would so, be, that'd uh, be a nice.
1: Realistically, I think the, uh, the primary issues is that you as Pia Muhlenbeck would come across if you had to stay stranded. Mm. And I've mentioned it, but toilet paper, I think that would be that would that would be I need to get out of here. So
0: you're the reason that all the toilet paper ran out in the pandemic then? You think that is like priority number one?
1: I don't think I've actually ever said this, but when the <laughs> pandemic hit, I bulk bought toilet paper from a wholesaler. I wasn't one of those guys that went to Woolies, but I did think ahead and I was like, this is gonna be a problem. And we only ran out that toilet paper about six weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> That's two and a half years later. Yeah, I don't know why that
0: why that was everyone's number one priority. But because I bought,
1: remember I bought it from the wholesaler and he's like, we haven't got any, but these are just the offshoots. Yeah, so you I'm bought like, like,
0: like faulty toilet yeah.
1: paper. <laughs> I was like, I'll take anything. Like, if, I just don't want to want to. It have, was
0: like each sheet was already separate. disconnected. Yeah,
1: they were the offcuts of like some Quilton toilet paper or something.
0: I was like, Hilarious. babe, is the situation this bad?
1: I didn't know if it was going to get bad. It could have done. <laughs> <laughs> I also bought loads of tarpaulin and gaffer tape because I thought that maybe COVID could spread through the air conditioning in our building. So I yeah, taped, taped up, up all of the air conditioning units.
0: Ken's a little bit crazy.
1: Uh, we, were, we were doomsday prepped.
0: <laughs> he made me do like first aid courses. <laughs> <and then laughs> you fully bought like all the survival equipment.
1: Oh, we went to Kathmandu. I yeah. reckon I must have spent $1,000. Yeah.
0: I've
1: Yeah, still got an axe in the car, which I should probably take out.
0: We've never used any of it. And you
1: know what I did? I also bought um, police caution tape from yeah. like a joke shop. Because I thought if we have to escape the city and go and find an abandoned house in the country, we can just put caution Police, don't cross this It definitely
0: line. didn't say police. That would be illegal. Or but yeah, it, it said police. caution or caution. something. It was caution tape. Yeah.
1: I thought if I put it across the front door of this abandoned house that we commandeered, <laughs> no one else will come in. I think <laughs> I might have thought it was going to be a zombie apocalypse like you definitely rather than a did. pandemic. Yeah.
0: <laughs> also, I don't know if zombies would be... Like
1: can read deferred <laughs> from a caution sign. Oh, there's a caution sign. There. <laughs> Guys, let's go over this way. Let's
0: proceed with caution here, mm. shall we?
1: So yeah, okay. So apart from the TP, I don't think that you um, would be able to deal with not washing,
0: darling. You go in the ocean. It's Earth's bath. <laughs>
1: I just don't think you would. I think you're you're too yeah. much of a princess. The teeth
0: brushing, I found. Um, yeah, I mean, how do you brush your teeth? I just realised that they were like crushing up charcoal yeah. from their fires to try and like brush their teeth with, which I know is a good, like that's a good antioxidant charcoal. But uh, I would love some actual toothbrush and toothpaste. I don't think Pia knows
1: how to actually make charcoal.
0: Yeah, you just crush up the little charred bits of wood.
1: And how do you make charred bits of wood? Fire. And how would you start a fire?
0: With a flint, (laughs) is it how you do it? Or you just there's all you get one piece of wood and then a stick and then you like rub it real fast. I'm
1: pretty certain it has to be. I actually
0: have done this at camp. I
1: think it's very specific types of wood. I think it's a soft wood and a hard wood.
0: Yeah, and then you just blow on it. You got a little ember. You just like I know. And honestly, I've watched enough primitive technology. I reckon I could do that. Fire. Yeah.
1: Oh, okay, guys. Next week's podcast. We're going to see if fear can start a fire no, in will do No, we'll do
0: a vlog where we survive for 24 hours with no food or water. I even know how to collect rain. I know how to collect fresh water even if it's not raining. How? You have to put a bunch of pl- – you have to dig a hole mm-hmm. and then you have to put a bunch of leaves and plants into the hole. Right. And then you need like uh, say a piece of tarp to put over the top yep. or like a glad wrap or something like that <laughs> to put over the top yeah. of all of your plants. Yeah. And then you have to put a pebble right in the middle oh, to so make, it ma- it make it dip yeah, down yeah, yeah, a little so bit. Yeah, makes a point. And then the heat, the condensation, oh, and in the middle of the plants, you need a little cup to collect the drips of water. Yeah. And then as the day heats up, condensation rises from the plants and attaches to the bottom of the plastic and then drips down the middle into the cup and I you actually, can have a few drops of rainwater.
1: I did not think you knew, knew that.
0: <laughs> See, I can survive. <laughs> I'm
1: quite impressed. <laughs> like genuinely, that's probably the most impressive thing you've said in a year. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a bit of a problem that I've seen developing. Well, there's more than one problem, but the world has a number of problems, right? Yeah. Firstly, this summer, loads of rivers have dried out. yeah. Around Europe. Like it's, it's a big problem. Yeah. I didn't realise like the, the climate change has been getting significantly so worse so quick.
0: Yeah. Is that because of rising temperatures? They're just drying I don't up.
1: know. Mm. Something's happening. I would assume so. But the other side effect of what's happening with the planet is the oceans are rising. Yes. So in Miami, they're rising, they're raising all the roads by a metre and a half. Even here in the Gold Coast, you can't do a new build or a reno without uh, having a 900 metre floor rise. Yes. 900 millimetre. 900 <laughs> meter. Just <here>. a 900 <laughs> millimetre floor rise. Yeah. So clearly the people that are doing the town planning are realising, yes, actually the oceans are rising. This is
0: yeah serious. And thing. there's been so many floods. Like it's... Yeah, yeah. I mean, that,
1: that also goes without saying, but that mm. could have come from um, excess rain. My yeah. point is, uh beachside, they're saying build the houses. Yeah, 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 that's right. So I had this thought, which I think could solve everything. So Papua New Guinea used to be attached to Australia. It used to be like one big flatland. Uh-huh. Over hundreds and hundreds of years, um water has moved silt or moved rocks or whatever, and the oceans have risen. And now Papua New Guinea is a different country to Australia. Yeah. So these things can happen. We can like basically make new beaches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I have a theory. Why don't we go somewhere in Australia, because Australia is massive and it's 94, 97% empty, right? And there's nothing in the middle. It's too hot. Yeah. It's rubbish in the middle. Like, there's it's just... <laughs> maybe, I mean, not rubbish, but, like, there's nothing. You can't it's survive It's red there. earth, yeah. You, you cannot survive. It's a desert. Mm. So, why don't we get all these big digger trucks, diggers, like, the, with the arms, go as far <laughs> north as possible and just dig a groove. And basically make a massive channel and divide Australia into two countries. Okay. Right? So just a massive canal down the middle.
0: Oh, okay. So like, Australia. yeah, all right, yeah.
1: And then, oh, maybe not that massive, maybe like just 100 metres wide. And then off there, do more canals, like trees. So basically, like what Dubai did with filling in the ocean, maybe Dubai the reason why the oceans are rising. They keep chucking rocks into them. They make, keep
0: putting like, more let's sand in. let make more islands. Like, <laughs> mate, no,
1: do it in... Anyway... So what I'm thinking, so you're
0: saying a massive canal system.
1: Yeah, giant. Like, let's make all of Australia. That's attached
0: to the ocean, and so it, it gives the water in. more room to yes. go. Is that what you're saying? Yeah,
1: and every country could do this because there's loads of empty land in many, many countries. So just go to the ocean, dig a massive trench, and take in some of the ocean. It will give <laughs> so many more people beaches. It will make the middle of Australia extremely valuable from a property perspective because suddenly Middle Earth will have like a beautiful beach and it's the perfect weather in the middle of australia it's boiling hot
0: yeah did you say middle earth (laughs) isn't that what australia's called (laughs) i think that's from um lord of the rings (laughs) oh
1: yeah (laughs) it is yeah you're right middle of australia yeah Uh, and suddenly you would have a a a dry desert wasteland would actually start to thrive because then we'd have to be an oasis you'd have to put desalination plants on the coast of those new canals and then you've also got Water, which people can consume and f- make more plants, also lowering the levels of the ocean.
0: Is that why canal systems were built in the first place, or were they?
1: No, I, I don't think so. I no. think canal
0: systems were primarily built to allow for like um, transport, transport, right. right? Yeah, before roads and all that sort of stuff. Because there's heaps of canal systems here in Australia. Yeah. But not in the middle of the, they're not like really big enough to absorb any rising ocean levels.
1: Business idea. What? Land in the middle of Australia is super cheap.
0: Oh, (laughs) you want to go buy it and make an oasis? (laughs) I'm not
1: joking. We could probably buy like, maybe like 10,000 hectares. (laughs) I don't know how big that is, but it sounds like a lot. Yeah. And then just buy a little bit of the land going right the way up to the north of Australia. And then we just dig it out, build our own one. Like we could basically create an oasis.
0: Yeah, the only thing you have to be worried like about is not disrupting the natural habitat where animals are trying to migrate from one spot to the other.
1: That firstly, I think that they'll be grateful for water, so <laughs> <laughs> I'm not so worried about the animals. Or you
0: can make little bridges. Yeah,
1: you can. That, animals find a way, right? But the the point is, if we're lowering, we, we'll actually will create more. Um, places for animals to thrive
0: and more plant life.
1: We're spending so much money trying to get people. Like, what was that thing you showed me today? That there's a new planet, a bit like Earth, that's a hundred light years away.
0: Oh my gosh! Yeah. Uh, before I go to that, there was I saw an article of someone who bought a huge amount of land in somewhere in like the middle of America, yeah, desert land, and literally made an oasis. Like, well, there it you wasn't go. it wasn't a running canal, but this. I think it was a lady and she just kept digging holes and like she had very far away neighbours but they were so confused what she was doing because she had like this completely dry desolate land and she decided that she was going to create an oasis and so she got all these diggers in there and made a huge hole and then just filled it with water and now it's like a really lush like full of wildlife, full of animals and full of plants. Her piece of land.
1: Well, I think this is a good idea. (laughs) Yeah. And I reckon I know our demographics for our podcast listeners and our general listeners.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And a lot of them are high net worths.
0: Oh, you want to crowdfund this? We (laughs) could
1: do this as a team,
0: guys. (laughs) Yeah, it might be a bit of an experiment. We should probably do some research and see if something like that would work. But I I, I have seen an article of someone who did it.
1: I've done a lot of irrigation in the past in gardens. Mm -hmm. I know exactly how to make this work.
0: Cool. All right. All Let's right. find a little spot of desert.
1: All right. I'm, I'm not even joking. <laughs> we'll go on
0: the hunt, guys. We'll we'll send a proposal over in the next episode. <laughs> next week we'll have
1: our Kickstarter <laughs> account ready to go.
0: <laughs> that is probably what they would do on another planet realistically, right? They would bring plants, water, all that sort of stuff, and then mixing plants with water onto some a different planet would generate oxygen eventually. I've,
1: look, I'm not even joking. I think it's a good idea. I think we're spending a lot of our taxpayer money goes on the wrong things. Like, didn't we buy like a $7 billion submarine?
0: Uh, I don't know. Well, not I we, imagine, I th- yeah. the
1: Australian government. Like, I think there's a lot of focus on spending a large chunk of our tax dollars on weapons. Yeah. Which and is just like quite
0: Weapons like. and trying to get off Earth. Yeah. Like, like they just discovered <laughs> two super Earths, but a little hiccup. They're 100 light years away.
1: <laughs> so that means if you're travelling at the speed of light, it'll take you 100 years. I think so, yeah. So no one getting on that ship will get there. No. You'd have to put frozen embryo people.
0: Can we travel faster than the speed of light? No. No,
1: okay. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing that can travel at <laughs> the speed of light is light. Okay. So pack.
0: until we create transport that travels faster than the speed of light. Yeah. Or we figure out how to like get through a black hole and then come out closer.
1: I don't... See, I think all of this stuff I've is... I've watched too much sci-fi. I think this is all BS. I don't think... Firstly... Okay. I'm not a scientist. i just got to preface what I'm about to say. I don't think black holes exist. Yeah, they do. No. Let me finish. <laughs> <laughs> firstly, I don't think black holes exist. And secondly, I don't care if they exist. That's the more important one. No one should care because it doesn't make a difference. No, You don't if need that massive telescope... Give some kids a good school.
0: Yeah. uh, yeah, Fix famine. We
1: don't... There's no benefit to looking to the stars.
0: Are you aware that space exploration has led to a lot of modern developments that have been good for the planet? No,
1: that that is not true. Why? It's not been a lot. It's been a few nasa gave us velcro i could have <laughs> i could have done with shoelaces I, d- I don't even use velcro at all anymore it's
0: amazing yeah but n- not worth, worth 100 billion dollars <coughs> of
1: taxpayer dollars to come up with that like it's it's okay
0: <laughs> i'm so annoyed i can't think of one more thing that <laughs> nasa has contributed right you know now the, uh, so we're sticking with velcro I'm pretty
1: certain, like uh, a space suit costs like 12 million dollars
0: I just wish the money that went into trying to get to Mars or exploring (laughs) like super Earth that are 100 light years away, like that kind of effort, if all of those brains that Mm. are working at NASA and all of the money that was backing it was going to creating a more sustainable Earth, we wouldn't have to try and figure out how to get off Earth. I love Earth. I
1: I want to stay here. I promise you there's no amount of travel... Like to get to Mars, I think is six months or eighteen months. Yeah. Like that's hell. Have you ever had no gravity for like more than half a second?
0: I've never had no gravity. Yeah, if you jump in the air. Oh, okay. <laughs>
1: like on a trampoline, that yeah. feeling. Yeah. Imagine feeling like that for six months.
0: Yeah. It'd be gross. But even like after hundreds of years living on Mars, it's not going to be like living on Earth.
1: No, I think it will be like, an underground colony like ants.
0: Well, it will be, yeah, you basically have to be inside, you know, Mm. controlled air spaces.
1: I mean, also, don't forget, the only person who is claiming that we can live on Mars is Elon Musk. And do you know what he's saying? What? He's saying that they'll launch a nuclear bomb on Mars Mm, to try and kickstart the uh, atmosphere.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. Like, make his own little big bang. Yeah,
1: no. What yes. do you know about that, babe?
0: I watched a YouTube video where a bunch of guys were living in a, um, like a fake replica of what it would be like to live on Mars. And did
1: they start an atomic bomb to get the air going?
0: No, but they were explaining essentially you you can bring plants and water.
1: Are you talking about Airax video? Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but he's a k- this may not be entirely he's factual. He's a kid
1: YouTuber. Like, <laughs> he's not got any facts.
0: Yeah, but I think if you c- if you can have a plants living... Oh, but how do they live in the first place? Exactly. Without it, oxygen. Look,
1: the bottom line is... I
0: honestly don't know how they would do it. Th-
1: there's, there's no way that we should be focusing on anything other than making Earth better.
0: Yes, agreed.
1: Right now, we've still got sickness. Because this is
0: paradise.
1: Yeah, th- we've got sickness, which given how much effort went into fixing COVID, I'm sure there's a few other diseases that if every doctor got their notes all synchronised, they could fix a few other really big diseases, which yep. for some reason is more cost effective for the big pharmaceutical companies to keep those yeah. diseases around, which, you know, I I guess that's business. But then also, like, don't spend billions of dollars making a telescope to look into the sky. It It doesn't matter. There's nothing up there.
0: No, there is. There might be. But might. N- nothing these you can cities, learn. Super Earths that they discovered could host life. But you can't get there. That's like. Yeah, I know. But they could. They, this apparently they're saying that this is going to answer the question of whether or not we're alone.
1: I'm going to write to NASA.
0: Yeah, you are. Are you going to tell them about your canal plan? <laughs>
1: no, I'm going to keep that one just between me and the <laughs> podcast crew. That's going to be our own secret little investment next year, guys. You watch.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Have you got any fun facts for me?
1: Yeah, I have, actually.
0: I liked that section last time.
1: Yeah, a lot of people did. Really? <laughs> yeah. It shows, shows the actual intellectual level of our audience. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I've got one, two, three, four. Oh, I've actually got quite a few. Um, in no particular order today, though. Okay. The first one's just disgusting, which I thought you'd like. Oh, gosh. There, The amount of bacteria in the average body ew. is 1.5 kilos.
0: Well, ew! Yeah. What? So
1: foreign body bacteria. What do you like mean
0: foreign body bacteria?
1: Mold spores, what? What? bacteria, stuff None like that. None of
0: that is in your body. You don't have mold in your body. You do have
1: mold in your body actually? Do you,
0: do you <laughs>
1: <No>. <laughs> Yeah. There was this one time No! I was don't tell it. Don't tell
0: it. Don't tell
1: it. It was it was bad. It was a horrible experience. Okay. Did you know that flamingos are only pink because of the food they eat?
0: I did know that. Oh, okay. What food do they eat? I don't know. Pink food. Smarties?
1: I don't know. Uh, Oh, yeah, this is the fact I was trying to find earlier, actually, talking about the the ocean. If all of the water on Earth was bunched up into a sphere, the sphere would only be 700 kilometers wide. Oh. Yeah, like that's what I mean. I mean, it also be 700 kilometers wide. How wide
0: is the Earth? Huh? How wide is the Earth? (laughs) (laughs) more (laughs) (laughs) more
1: kangaroos
0: yeah
1: this is a two-part kangaroo fact kangaroos have three vaginas
0: (laughs) why i don't
1: know but they also have two uteruses and they can actually stay perpetually pregnant so they can have one in the pouch and be brewing another one constantly
0: really also
1: the third Incredible fact is if the time is not right because of the, s- the surroundings, or the weather or the food or the crop or whatever, they can pause the pregnancy.
0: You're kidding. No. Wow. I did
1: get all of this from Reddit. So – there's no
0: <laughs> There's, You haven't actually fact-checked No, I didn't
1: fact-check any of this. This seems
0: <laughs> like some kid has made this <laughs> up.
1: I just screenshotted the ones that interested me. <laughs> this is, I've not checked any of these guys, just FYI. But apparently it's called embryonal diapause. Wow. Mm, another interesting one.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: All mammals, regardless of size, take around 30 seconds to urinate. <laughs> <laughs> Right, moving on. (laughs) This is disgusting. Oh, Oh, this is a. Gosh, this is
0: like a weird, disgusting podcast.
1: I think I was in the disgusting category on Reddit. Um, Oh. Your your body. Gosh. Always smells the inside of your own lungs, but your brain just mentally removes it from your smell of sense.
0: What? Why would you smell the inside of your own lungs? Because
1: you breathe. Okay. <laughs> like air goes in, air but comes out. But then why
0: wouldn't I be able to smell the inside of your lungs?
1: Yeah, I guess they will smell about the same. Oh. Um, no, if you've got bad breath, you can't smell it yourself, but I can smell it. <laughs> that's <laughs> so never maybe, happened before. No, that was just a, a hypothetical example, <laughs> but I'm just saying.
0: Oh, that's a, there's another gross fact. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly don't know how to react to these. I'm just like, ooh. <laughs>
1: All right, we'll end we'll end on the podcast on a on a nice fact okay remember the corn kid
0: it's corn yeah from like last week
1: yeah yep. yeah from last week <laughs> well this is an amazing fact
0: mm-hmm.
1: a amazing oh fact. oh
0: I know where this is going
1: he has been named South Dakota's corn ambassador
0: oh nice he's got his
1: first ever sponsorship g- gig as an influencer <laughs> And it's to promote corn,
0: (laughs) 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 which is kind of
1: of cute, kind of fun, and probably a good way to end the podcast today. Perfect time is up and that's where we're going to end today's episode of wine time if you enjoyed this podcast please make sure you're subscribed and have hit that five star rating on this episode every little bit helps so we really appreciate that if you fancy keeping up with our antics outside of this podcast you can always follow us on instagram the links are in this description or you can check out our youtube channel where we post at least two videos a week if you'd like to check out our website which has heaps of posts as well as all our photo and video presets head over to kaneandpia.com that's www.kaneandpia.com thanks so much for listening and we'll see you in the next one